Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 1. The revelation from Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. He made it known by sending his angels to his servant John, who testifies to everything he saw, that is, the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Blessed is the one who reads aloud the words of this prophecy, and blessed are those who hear it and take to heart what is written in it, because the time is near. John, to the seven churches in the province of Asia, grace and peace to you from him who is and who was and who is to come, and from the seven spirits before his throne, and from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, and the ruler of the kings of the earth. To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood, and has made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power for ever and ever. Amen. Look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierced him, and all the peoples of the earth will mourn because of him. So shall it be. Amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. I, John, your brother, and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day I was in the Spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned round to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet, as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now look, I am alive forever and ever. And I hold the keys of death and Hades. Write, therefore, what you have seen, what is now and what will take place later. The mystery of the seven stars that you saw in my right hand and of the seven golden lampstands is this. 
The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, and the seven lampstands are the seven churches. Wow, that is quite a start. It's like when you go bowling and your first throw is a strike. You stare in slight disbelief, a little tweak of a smile in the corner of your mouth. You begin to hope this will be your night. So let's start by laying out just how awesome this book is. And to do that, we need to get one thing straight right at the start. Revelation is not really a book about the future. Revelation is not really about the end of the world. Sure, it does contain a good chunk of stuff about what's coming, but the main thrust of this book focuses on the certain victory of our God over all that is wrong. Revelation shows us that this has always been certain, was confirmed in the cross and will be consummated with Jesus' return. This book woos us with the delightfully soft pillow for our anxious necks. God is sovereign and so patient endurance is all we need. Just stand firm. God has got this. Revelation gives us an eye on God and his counsel right now, this very day, this very moment while you're sat here listening. Revelation lets us squint with hands over our eyes at the unapproachable light, at the one whose face is like the sun shining in all its brilliance. We see God is massive. God is sovereign. God is strong. And in doing so, we realise how teeny-weeny we are and even how light and momentary our troubles are, even if they roar like a beast. Revelation shows us that our perspective is too tiny, that our human-centred analysis has been grossly misplaced. Revelation reminds us again there is only one Almighty. I am not him, and nor is Caesar. Revelation even scorns our human obsession with time, with what is happening in the future at what we're doing at 4.30pm. It lifts our chin to the Alpha and Omega who was and is and is to come, the one who watches clocks spin round like they're fake dials on a toy. He is no more dictated to by time than a builder is dictated to by his drill. He is the one who loves us. He is the one who has freed us. He is the one who has made us his kingdom and priests to serve him forever. Nothing can separate us from being swept into his glorious future as long as we patiently endure. So let's fix our eyes on him now and worship him now and fall off as if dead before him now. He is the living one. He is the firstborn from the dead. And he is the ruler of the kings of the earth who will bring us forever into his kingdom That will never end. Here's a question for reflection. What does patient endurance look like for you in this time? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.